Should I start being concerned about what young William looks at on the internet? Should I already be concerned? He's eight. Yeah, I mean, probably. Yeah, I think at this point you should start to be slightly suspicious. Because, uh, so I get to my parents' house to pick him up because of Wednesdays they get off early, so I got to go grab him, you know. And so he's like, Daddy, come here. I want you to see something. And he's got my mom's phone. And I'm like, all right, buddy, what is it? And he sh- he slams it in front of my face. And he's like, look, he's got a banana for a p- – before he can say penis. I'm like, no, 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 no. He's like, no, 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 it's funny. Look, he's got a banana for a p- – and stop. Stop. And my parents are like, what's he looking at? I'm like, I'll handle it. I'm like, buddy, get in the back bedroom now. He's like, but, daddy, it's funny, right? I'm like, get in the back bedroom now. And I'm trying not to laugh. Because it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I, get, I get in the bedroom, and it's a picture of a guy with his blue jeans unzipped, and there's a banana coming out the front of the blue jeans, right, at the zipper hole. And I look at what – but the problem is I look at what he searched, and what he had searched was, in the Google search, was penises. <laughs> because he doesn't know about the other part yet. So the only part that he knows is what he's got. So he searched penises, and the thing is, is I'm looking through – Thankfully, there was no, like, Mandingo cock hanging out on the screen, but there were definitely Mm. other normal-sized penises, which I was like, okay, so this may not have completely warped him. He doesn't know he's not supposed to be looking at other people's penises on the Internet. However, thankfully, he was only mesmerized by the banana penis, and (laughs) the problem occurred when I sat him on the bed, and I was like, buddy, you can't be looking at this stuff. And then he reiterated, but daddy. He had a banana for a penis, and then I couldn't hold it in any longer. Because when an eight-year-old says that shit to your face without cracking a smile, you crack a smile. And as soon as I lost it, he lost it. We both laughed and chuckled for a good hearty 30 seconds together, and then I said, Listen, the internet has everything, good and bad. What you're looking at is bad, and we don't do that. And he's like, but it was funny, right? I said, it was hilarious. Now get in the living room. (laughs) So two questions. Did I handle it properly? And again, at what age do you just, I don't know. Where do I go from here? Yeah, I mean, it's not like he was searching like big dicks. I mean, he used the anatomical word for it. Yeah. Like. He didn't. He wasn't showing you a penis. He was showing you a banana penis, which is fucking both funny and kind of wholesome if you think about it. Like, I don't know, man. I don't think that situation was all that fucking serious. <laughs> like, it, I get it because he was searching penises in general, but like, and there could definitely could have been mantingos. Well, I think but it's like, it's kind of a slippery slope, right? That's what you're getting at. Like, this, yes. this is going to be the first. Well, this is going to yeah. be the first. The first talk of many. I mean, you hand, yeah, you handled it great. And you're right. He wasn't looking up DP, deep throat, threesomes, lesbo, 69 fucking hardcore orgasms or something like that. He was like, yeah, I want to see, I want to see, I want to see elsewhere. And the next is going to be the lady parts. And then after that, I mean, it's, it's going to be an ongoing thing and it's, you're going to have to do your best to monitor it for a window. And then there's going to come a time where you're going to be like, yeah, the training wheels are going to have to come off. Young William ain't young so more. Going young William ain't young anymore. So more. Anymore. <laughs> so long. So young, long. Young William. Enter. Dickheaded teenage. All right. William. Alan West just had a stroke. Uh, we got to finish the show together here. <laughs> That's not true. I just said so more. So long. I was trying to get rid of that. Didn't get that amount up. Anyway, uh, point is, no, you handled it well. You handled it fine. And it was funny, but uh, yeah, I just... It, you know, I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say put up like a, a search general on anything or what were they called? There's like net, net nannies or something like that um, at this point. But, you know, it might be might be hovering around the corner. I just told him, I said, look, 
YouTube kids, that's where you go. I was like, we're not looking for, we're not search. I was like, you want to search for something on the actual internet? You come to me first, and we'll look it up together. But, I mean, just to see, like, but also the other thing that folds into this is the fact that it was my mom's phone, and he's looking up penises mm. on her phone, <laughs> which yeah. is an extra, an extra level of hilarity. And, dude, the picture he found, I guess I was kind of proud that the kid's got a great sense of humor because, I mean, the image the image of what he found was fucking hilarious. And to try to be a grown man that finds something like that hilarious himself and try to pretend that it's something that it's not, oh, that was that was tough. He saw the corners of my mouth start to slide up, <laughs> and then he was trying to purse his lips to not – he was doing this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm. And his eyes got all wide, like, and like private, like private pile, being told not to laugh by uh, by Sergeant uh, Gunnery. <laughs> it was almost like his face gave me permission to laugh, even mm. though I shouldn't be the one laughing. And it was just <laughs> over from there. And I was just like, this kid's never going to take me seriously. But I also, I think my main point is, even if he's doing something wrong, if it's funny, I don't want to lie to him and tell him it's not. Even though it's wrong and he shouldn't be doing that shit, I also don't want to convince him, like, somehow that these things aren't hilarious because they fucking are. Like, I don't want to warp his sense of humor. If his sense of humor is on the right path, I want him to follow that fucking path. I honest that. Yeah. You should say, hey, man, my my buddy Wes, my co-host, has this really good uh, joke where he talks about the scarecrow having a corncob penis. He's been telling that one for two, three decades now. I just, I just wish you guys had kids so you could understand like how much of a hypocrite you have to become in order to like fucking like make sure they don't become serial killers or worse. <laughs> and I don't know what's worse than serial killer. <laughs> a penis looker on the internet, a grandma's <laughs> phone that's up there might not be murder, but a couple of ticks below. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's here's the thing. I got caught with uh, with nudie mags when I was relatively young, and my dad made me tell my grandparents at fucking dinner of all things. Like, why don't you tell your grandparents what you did? And of course, I'm like, uh, you mean uh, I got uh, got a C on a quiz last week? Like, no, the fucking other thing, idiot. <laughs> all right, I got caught with porn mags. <laughs> this is like. Ah, you know, like they like my grandma's like, hey, you shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't be doing that. My grandfather kind of gave me the, like the wink, wink. Like I got some. <laughs> You'll see those who come to me. <laughs> he didn't say it. That's what his face said. <laughs> I just remember when my neighbor died. Uh, they were cleaning out the basement and they found all the magazines. And my mom, my mom was like, "Well, she wants to know. I won't say your name. She wants to know if you uh." If you want any of Jack's old magazines, he has some like some vintage, and she went through like Sports Illustrated, this, that, and this. She's like, she's throwing away the other ones. I said, what are the other ones? Like, well, let's just say he was really into black women. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true seventy-year-old white woman. Yep. <laughs> Only in the print form, though. Not, not you know. He loved his wife, just like the print, uh, the photography, the art. <laughs> <laughs> the seduction. Mm. <laughs> well, I, I guess I, I don't know. I, I, I would say um, I'd hate to say it's only going to get worse, but he's not going to be young forever. He's going to be curious. He's gonna, I know. He's... I know, but it's a, it, it, it. This is one of those deals where, like, I don't know if I maybe if I was a younger parent, I would understand more. But you know, I didn't get on the internet until I was like seventeen, eighteen years old. So you know, the parents that are seventeen, eighteen year old, eighteen years younger than me, they're gonna understand how to handle this a little bit better. Like, porn when I was a kid was not plentiful and at the fingertips. It was like there there had to be a fucking plan, man. You had to fucking like convince an old veteran or a fucking uh, a blind man or somebody to fucking pick something up for you or you had to get real creative with the like the JC Penny fucking Christmas magazine you you had to earn it and what you had you had to be willing to like look at it for a long time you had to get a lot of use out of that shit like nowadays man like oh, I I saw that video a week ago fuck this move on next yep. next and this kid, I don't know. 
Again, thankfully he was looking at dirty pictures for wholesome reasons. That's right. That's right. I I got I was in community college and my, my I had a computer in my room. Uh, it was acting up, acting funky, and my mom had brought a IT. God, someone from the IT office, the VA, to come. To, he said, "Yeah, I'll take a peek at it. I'll I'll see what's going on." And he kind of was like, "You know, I don't want to rat out your 19 year old son, but there's a there's a pretty good amount of porn that's downloaded on this thing that's probably caused the virus." My mom had to tell me that at 19. I was like, "Oh man, bummer, bummer. Did you fix it? You fixed it, didn't you?" <laughs> Anywho, uh, this is what this is. I, I wanted to bring this up, so. Uh, how often do you guys scroll through uh, the short videos, say on like YouTube or Facebook, uh, stuff like that? I don't, I haven't seen it on Instagram or TikTok. Just those two. Do you guys use that medium at all? That platform for the short videos? What do you like, What do you mean? Like actually, like watch them. Well, so Facebook has the reels that that yeah. you can you can use the same type of like swipe method in TikTok where you yeah. just scroll through videos, and oh. YouTube has the same thing as well. That's yeah. about all I do anymore, like because okay. TikTok has fucking diseased my brain to tell me like this is how it works. Gotcha. So, I I haven't seen it on Instagram or TikTok yet, but Rob Deerdick now has like, and I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's excerpts from a podcast. I don't know if these are like specific life lessons that he's giving out or anything like that. But it's listen. I don't doubt that he comes from a wholesome place. I don't doubt that his message isn't wholesome. Okay, what I, that's what I'm trying to say. But I feel a bit like weird listening to Rob Deerdick, ex pro skateboarder and host of was it that, that's something that plays on MTV 24 seven now with that ridiculousness, uh, ridiculousness. and he's giving these like you know I, 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 about five or ten years ago I realized you know I need to wake up an hour earlier and then I just did start doing the math and I you know seven hours a week, uh, twenty eight hours a month. Hours in a year because I don't, I don't know the math. That Wes, quick. I know that he will eat teriyaki chicken every day for the rest of his life because he knows it's a nutritional protein source. I know that he meditates uh, an hour a day, no matter what. It's scheduled into his planner. He, I, I, I know what you're saying. Does a guy of this ilk really deserve to have this much influence on my life? And why am I taking advice from such a guy? This is a guy who literally went out into the streets with a plank of wood on some fucking ball bearings and some urethane wheels and made a billion-dollar industry out of it. Why shouldn't you fucking listen to this guy's advice? Because if you want to talk about specific things like that, but like Rob Deerdick telling me, sacrifice an hour of sleep just so you could be more productive during the day. No, I want my eight hours of sleep, Rob. Uh, He's like, don't get yourself in certain situations where you're you're either having... Internal uh, internal dialogue with yourself or with your friends where it's self-deprecating, where you're, you're, you're just clowning on yourself. It's no good for your psyche. It's no good for your goals, your aspirations, your dreams. I'm like, yeah, no shit, dude. All right. I, get, I don't know. I just – where did someone – if it wasn't himself or where did he get this idea? Like, you know what? I'm going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to do life coach things in a podcast studio with good lighting and, and, and my own brand apparel on. I don't know. It just seems hokey and fucking, but weird. you're watching it, right? I've watched those too. I skip past the others. Don't we all need like somebody that's like us to tell us somebody who's like us that succeeded to tell us that we're not wrong. Like we all know this shit, right? Get up an hour early, you're gonna be an hour more productive, right? Yeah, but but he's also he doesn't say go to sleep an hour earlier. Yeah, you shouldn't sacrifice sleep. You should get between seven and eight hours a day. What do you want? What do you mean? What do I want? What do you want? Do you want to be more successful? Do you want to? Do you want these things or not? And if you don't, then just do what you're doing. If you do, mm. do this. What's the problem with that? It's kind of like a, like a. 21st century, like poor Richard's almanac told through the mouth of Rob Deerdick. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> but you know, I got to say that my Rob Deerdick sometimes is fucking Alan fucking Giannis. I fucking like, I have to get that motherfucker in my brain. Like, I don't give a fuck. I, I don't give a fuck. I'll talk shit to anybody. They say something to me. I'll fucking just say it right back. I'll just be honest. Like, Alan, you don't understand how much you fucking like penetrate my brain with your fucking. Yeah. Lackadaisical fucking bullshit. Yeah, penetrate the shit out of your brain. <laughs> it's fucking deep. What's up, you? 
thought so. <laughs> Looked like it. <laughs> no, I mean, I I appreciate that because uh, I like my philosophy on life. Fuck it. <laughs> I only well, got one of these motherfuckers. Sure, but like it's 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 a weird indifference that you seem to roll with. Like I know you care about things. Like obviously well, yeah. you do. I care but about like, things. but like there's certain things that you just don't care about that I'm like fuck. I wish I didn't care about these things. And if I had somebody on the internet telling me like, hey, these are things that you just shouldn't give a shit about. Like, it, you know, it it helps convince you that like. Somebody like Rob Deirdrick isn't fucking going to, like, he's not yeah. going to split, like, a new atom. He's not going to invent, like, a new cure for any disease that exists out there. But he might help you with your mental state because yeah. somebody like that has lived a similar lifestyle to the lifestyle that we've all lived. And if they've figured out something that has propelled them to success, I, I don't think you're wrong for listening to the advice that they give. I get, Okay. Then come at it from the angle that you've talked about, about where, if, if for instance, if I'm speaking upon as Rob Deerdick, and like, you know, this is how I got into skating. This is how I made skating a successful business. This is how I became a millionaire. And this is how you could draw parallels between X, Y, and Z. Like, not this, this like, my stigma of my social surroundings of internal dialogue and things like this. I don't know. It's just like... It's like Sigmund Freud got stoned with Bill and Ted and is now telling me certain things. I just feels weird to me. That's all. (laughs) But are any of them like uh, resonating with you? (laughs) In a very angry, angry state. (laughs) Okay, I'll I'll give uh, an example for me and take this for what it's worth. But like, you know, like Rogan and like... uh, Guys like that, they 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 changed me in I think a positive way. Like I can't do everything that they do. And like David Goggins, you know, like who's gonna carry the boats, motherfucker? Are you gonna like? It's like yes, like I, all right, I can't perform to the level that you perform, but I can sure. perform ten percent of that. But I'm performing at zero percent of that right now. So why don't I try? Like why don't I try working out? Why don't I try doing this and see what comes from it? Do I feel better because of it? And the answer is mm-hmm. yes, I do. I can't do it to the level that these guys do it. They're like fucking like the Maharashi of fucking like working out, like uh, Jocko Willink and all these guys getting up at four in the morning, fucking leaving a pile of sweat on the floor. I'm not doing that, but I'll do a percentage of that. And by doing a percentage of that, I'm a percentage better. And so by listening to a percentage of like something that somebody like Rob Diedrich tells you then you can be a percentage better of the person that you are. You don't have to do all that horse shit. I, I get that to an extent. I think, listen, if I met the guy, I'd probably be starstruck. You know, I watched skateboarding around that era. I, I know what he, how, how he revolutionized it. I know he, was, he, he wasn't the first, but he was a, one of the first megastars, along with Muska and a couple of those guys that, that, that started changing the game of, like, guys who were sponsored by three or four different companies and doing well versus being a fucking millionaire, okay? And I, I, I had a front row seat to it. Robin Big, to me, was hilarious. Hilarious. Uh, ridiculousness, it is what it is. Yeah. I, I do think it's funny. It's, uh, I, I'm not glued to it if I want, you know, five to ten minutes of comic relief. But And maybe this is a podcast where he talks about a lot of things. Maybe this is, maybe, maybe I've gotten, you know, snippets of him going off on these tangents about life lessons or my advice or... Uh, you know, what was it like kumbaya moments and things like that? And that's fine if that's the case. I just think if it's like, if this is what it is, like, hey, Rob, okay, well, right now we're going to talk about, uh, you know, you know, letting go of, uh, letting go of, 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 uh, friends that, that are no longer, uh, you know, no, no longer resonate in your life. Tell us about that. Like, oh, you know, uh, and then, you know, and then the next cue card is something about mom's spaghetti or something. I don't know. I like it. You like that? Yeah. You like that show? It's good. Good show. <laughs> Mom Spaghetti? Yep. Mom Spaghetti. Because <laughs> on the surface, he looks calm and ready. That's why Mom Spaghetti. A bunch of people choking <laughs> on, on like simple tasks. But did you see AI's, uh, uh, they said, was it Will Smith eating spaghetti? And I put together a montage and there was Will Smith eating meatballs and it was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Are they still having problems with the mouth? Uh, yeah. The eating 
Exactly. Eating spaghetti looks similar to what we saw like a couple weeks ago, but the eating meatballs is is terrible. It's... Well, while while you're getting this ready for us, did you see the story about the uh, the AI drone like killing its uh, operator because it was thwarting him from uh, from accomplishing his his kill mission? Oh yeah, you told us about that. I did. Yeah. Leave... This is the most terrifying story that no one's fucking covering. And if and just to get everybody up to speed, I don't know what this drone looked like, but apparently they programmed the drones to like go for high score. And the only way they can go for high score is by killing their target. Well, the human operator was telling it, no, don't engage. And it was like, yeah, but if I don't engage, I ain't going to get no high score here, chippy. So guess what? <laughs> Took out the fucking human operator and then went and killed its fucking target. That's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, just that that's that's scary. Yeah. So we should continue to get AI to figure out how to put Pepsi Cola and meatballs in our mouths and quit trying to get it to go out and fucking like autonomously fucking take out targets that are military or not. By the way, th- this is a they've created a GIF. I couldn't find anything long lasting, but uh here we go. <laughs> Wait, wait, Will Smith's part of the spaghetti? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it kind of like he's like wearing a spaghetti suit, just kind of eating away as he goes. <laughs> that, that looks more like celebrity deathmatch than it does <laughs> anything else. Yeah. Like a uh, pizza the hut. <laughs> uh, yeah, spaghetti the, the smith. Oh, yeah. my God. He ate himself to death. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that uh, – no, but I, I anyway – I did hear about that. It's scary. It's, I mean, but I won't get my mission done. So let me just kill this fucker. Yeah, and that's going to be like I just we don't know what we're, we don't know what we're dealing with, man. We don't know what we made. We don't know what we're capable of. Nope. I mean, I I thought the uh, the new Photoshop was fascinating. Have you seen that shit? You just like highlight portions of the screen and then say insert gobbledygook and it'll be like hmm what is gobbledygook oh it's will smith eating a meatball i'll have him in the corner doing such a thing and it just makes it like you don't have to photoshop anymore you can just say hey make this picture and that's it that's photoshop now hey paint this picture of a a man's penis that's a banana that's right (laughs) you just highlight the crotch penis banana the snap of a finger that's wildly more uh productive for humanity than like kill this target why couldn't he just kill the target or not why couldn't the person be in charge isn't that what top gun maverick was set out to teach us is that humans are still the best kill operators that exist in the world uh, well because they uh were they gonna send drones in i didn't think they were gonna do that they were talking about shelving the uh human uh flight force if you will like oh the yeah, yeah yeah and they're like you guys are you guys are already collecting mothballs, blah 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 blah. But we got this mission, and AI's not up to snuff just yet. So we need you to pull it off. And this will be like the last human bullshit mission that we have to do. And then Maverick does it better than anybody. Now 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 now. Fuck you all in your pussies, bitches. <laughs> Banana dick is going in your mouth. Potassium. These are little known fucking lyrics. <laughs> Kenny Loggins would be proud. Is he yeah. still alive, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's a lot of people have died recently. Maybe Kenny Loggins slipped through the danger zone. I didn't hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all right. Ain't nobody worried about me. <laughs> no one's worried about me. Christ. Uh, this week on This Week in Class Holes History. Man, I'm batting like a thousand with the, the, the stupid Austin Powers lead. And this week in Class Holes History, this takes place roughly around two years ago. We still, God damn, we still have the 410 podcast tucked in the corner. Uh, Murr hit us up with a hypothetical question. It wasn't one and done, but if we were to do it today, this would fall under the one and done category. We can all agree on that, right? Yes. This is like a quasi this week in class whole history now meets one and done mer poses the question fight 100 duck sized horses or one horse size duck here's a listen would you rather fight 100 duck sized horses 
okay. or one horse-sized duck. Ooh, I'm talking. I think I'm going small <laughs> duck-sized horses because a giant duck could probably fuck you up. Like regular ducks can kind of fuck you up, depending on what kind of duck we're talking about. Um, so yeah, At, because also. Like you can't, you're you're most likely not going to get insta death if like a horse fucking bucks and kicks you like a full horse would. You get what I'm saying? And yeah. that's probably at duck height. That's probably a very ineffective attack strategy. But the, there are a hundred of them, and a duck is about the size of a, we'll say a dachshund. Yeah, but they're just bucking. They're just bucking and like pinching you because their their bites aren't like that fucking damaging they know they have flat teeth wow their capacity for damage at that size is very limited i think are are they knocking are they knocking before the buck i would think i would think before one bucks one should knock that's what i that's what i would think but yeah i'm I'm starting i i do see your logic here because i i'm just but i i this comes back to all these arguments we've had about like uh, uh being consumed by the herd and so I, I just imagine a hundred thousand of them would be crazy. A hundred of them, I think you could maneuver. Because so what, like, what? So how am I entering the arena? Like, are like, are am I on one side and they're just letting loose a hundred fucking horses? Like, am I being lowered into a pit of horse? Like, what? Am I, because you know, I just start fucking kicking. <laughs> I think okay, I'm thinking gladiator style, like. You're in the Coliseum, you're dead center, and the the duck sized horses, which is which is so comical that you might you might be doubled over in laughter before they even get to you. But they're all they're 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 coming at you in a three hundred and sixty degree just bum rush. Yeah, so you're just long, long sweeping kicks, just, just plowing through. And I mean, one one good kick. You know, in a crowd, what you're clearing out ten to fifteen fucking oh. mini horses. No, I no, I, I you gotta remember, man. Horses are dense, man. They're like they're pure muscle. I mean, okay, about- uh, all right. So five, let's say five to ten horses, mini duck sized horses, with like one good fucking leg leg sweep, big wide one. You know what I mean? So you're you're completely ruling out that you you don't have any chance against a horse sized duck is what you're getting at. No, because I think even then, like the what you proportion it out to the size of a horse, like if it were to snap, like Bill snap me, and like in the wrong location, say it gets my neck, I'm fucking done. It's a one shot kill. The, the mini horses aren't one shot killing me. Bill snap. <laughs> Bill snapping is a is a very specific biological term. Uh, yes. <laughs> but is it do you have to kill everything do you have to kill the, your opponent do you have to kill the duck-sized horse or the horse-sized duck do i have to kill them yeah i would say so i mean because i mean the animal has no regard for your safety so i think it's it's to the death or you know ultimate maiming like they have to be incapacitated so, completely or this is it's kill or be killed at this point yeah, now, yeah. okay I, i'm i gotta go to the horses because i don't know how well how am i going to kill the fucking the the horse-sized duck what am i strangle it am i going to do a naked choke or something what's that presumably it can fly it's still a duck it's just huge so so yeah lots more danger on the giant duck in my opinion i mean i just don't like i i don't know a conceivable i don't know a conceivable way to kill a horse with my bare hands uh how am i going to do it with a duck no, I, 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 it's, it's a, look, this is a, this is a conundrum that you found yourself in. <laughs> <laughs> I would think. Look, I feel, I feel no. like the only way to beat the duck would be like, oh man, is a horse sized duck big enough to like eat me? Mm, because I don't think maybe mm, I think you got us inside and doing a lot of damage can really get. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, a man in black. <laughs> Clearly, you know, I don't know if we have a blade to cut ourselves out of. No, it's it's, it's, it's hand-to-hoof or hand-to-foot combat. Uh, (laughs) I'm telling you, it's it's all about punting fucking duck-sized horses. You grab uh, a bone from an owl pellet 
conceivably and just start chiseling your way. I mean, think about even if there's a crowd, a crowd of duck-sized horses, and you just fucking drop an elbow, like you're smashing five to ten at least, like right body size, bow, smash, yeah, done. The Suck only thing incapacitated, deal with them later. Right. The only thing I'm because I, I do agree with you that here's my rationale. Uh, well, I, I want to get Wes's take on this, but my rationale is it's probably easier to fight the horse size duck because it's one opponent, it's one on one. Like, so you're only really having to worry about the what's in front of you. But when you've got the hundred duck sized horses, you, they're coming at you. You're, it's, it's chaos. It's utter chaos. You don't know where to go. But I do see your point. How is a duck-sized horse really going to inflict enough damage to, like, take me out? Like, yeah, it's probably going to my, – my, my knees down are going to be shredded. That's, that's, that's that. I'm saying, like, you're, you're going to take a couple of strong shots to, like, the shins, you know, a couple of hoof bucks. It's going to hurt, but you'll get through it. Uh, a, a, hoof, a hoof buck is only is, – is, is pales in comparison to a – to a bill snap or whatever the fuck you call it. At the size <laughs> of a horse. <laughs> Wes, uh, I didn't, we haven't gotten your full take on this. Where, where do you think you stand the best chance? Yeah. Like I said, I, I the best chance is with the hundred and uh, the hundred duck size horses. Uh, because like I said, I, the, you give me that size of a duck. I, I mean, again, I, the, the, it's choke it or beat the shit out of it. And I, Beating it's not going to do any good. I'm not going to even if I was Ali, fucking Tyson and that shit. No, no, <clears throat> that's not going to. I'm going to lose that one. So I got to get on top of it. I got to give a rear naked choke, and then again it might play possum or duck possum, <laughs> or duck hawk, duck horse, duck horse possum. And ah. the thing I got too is like so the duck has reach. You know what I mean? Even small duck has reach. So, like, that's why I go horses because the reach is out of the window. They're not, they're not, they don't have long necks. You know, uh, now this duck or this horse sized duck has a fucking extra long neck. So, you're like, even if you want to body it, you're getting fucked up on the way in. Yeah. Cause definitely hitting you from a distance. And how are you going to deal with those web feet? You know, if you just decide to like. Well, I think that might help because it's going to be shitty on land. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they're, not, they're not cut out for land. So as long as you keep, like, it can't be a water fight. You can't let the motherfucker get in a pool. No, 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 no. This is, the, this is a land fight. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It might actually work. Maybe out, you try to seduce it. Only thing. Maybe you try to seduce it. Try to think that you're the, the mate. And then when he's vulnerable and shit. Assuming oh, it's a mallard. Clearly you don't have accessories and weapons here, but you could just feed it like loaves of bread. And eventually it'll just die. Point. <laughs> Do it, Alka Seltzer tabs, and watch it explode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My logic here is the, the 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 legs are not strong. Okay, they're built for swimming. They got hollow bones. Okay, so they the, they can break. So my strategy would be because they like to bum rush you. So do a quick roll, grab a leg, see what you can do, see if you can break a leg, and then uh, I'm not saying it's helpless, but it's it, it's it's greatly damaged to where it's not going to be able to snap at you with its bill now again i don't know if it's like uh crocodile rules like if you can grab the bill while it's closed that it can't open it up again and then you can really go for an eyeball shot i think that's how it works now here's the thing you you brought up a good point hollow bones i mean if you're really trying to fight it i'm assuming this is in a in a somewhat wooded area you could climb a tree and then Still gonna get back. <laughs> We're still gonna get back to body slamming here. You can body slam the giant duck, uh, at which point I think you would be able to inflict enough damage to its hollow bones to incapacitate it. I, yeah. I would think. I saw Andre get slammed by uh, Hulk Hogan in WrestleMania three, and it's kind of the same thing, the same effect. Yeah. <laughs> See, my my problem with the hundred horses is it's, it's utter chaos, and if you get if they do knock you down, which is a great possibility. Like once you hit your back, like there's a stomping going on. Horses are mean, man. They can be vicious. They bite. They bite. I, yeah. I played soccer with a guy who got his fucking lip bit off by one. His lip bit off by one. Here to here. Awful. What yeah. was he doing but, that he got that face close to the horse? That's a that's a regular sized horse. A duck sized horse's mouth should inflict significantly less damage. Yes, yeah, but if, okay, if, but 
even a small dog can inflict the good bite. Yeah, but you're, those teeth are made for eating meat. These horses have flat teeth, so it's going to hurt. It's just going to be like somebody pinched you. That's what. That's my at least thought process. That's what it's gonna I'm going to be a, like 100 nipple waxings all at once. Yeah, exactly. These, these things feel tender. And tender. Like, go into that fight, you know you got to get your hands bloody. Like there's 100 of them. You just got to go in there fucking Rambo style. Gosh, can you imagine that bloodbath? I just want to a blood weapon, and it wasn't a gun. Well, that was definitely not a PETA-friendly question, but I guess I lose that round. The, uh, my favorite the category, I think. The 100 horses. The 100 horses win. That picture oh. in is fucking hysterical. What's that? The picture of, 100, of fighting 100 duck-sized horses is fucking – my imagination's running wild with it. There's got to be a computer program that, that that could simulate that, right? Definitely. Sure. I just, man, I don't know, man. I feel like I'd get about 35 horses <laughs> murdered, like, in the most vicious style possible. And then after that, like, the next 65 are going to have their way with me. And imagine that, too. Male horses. Hmm. <laughs> Stallion. I don't know. Man. I just think you could do a lot of, di- like... Horses are fragile creatures, even at their size. Like, no, they're not. You're thinking of racehorses. Well, yeah. Well, we didn't specify horses here, bro. What are we? What about fucking Clydesdales? Like, <laughs> this is problematic. But, We're talking about Appaloosa, uh, then uh, Indian horses. Yeah, the ones. Uh, <clears throat> what's the? Where are the uh, places south of Ocean City? Astique. Like those, oh yeah, those fuckers. But I'm saying. My point here is that if you can, at that size, you can snap a great amount of horse legs. And what, <laughs> what I have learned is that once horse legs are snapped, they're pretty much fucking useless. Like you can rehab them and they walk and just live horse lives or you put them down. <laughs> so with that knowledge in my brain, I'm breaking horse legs left and right. And then we'll get back to them. We can always come back and like stomp out skulls, whoever's still moving and stuff. But you got to get yourself clear. Wow. I think <laughs> Peter was going to let us off the hook until that last 30 seconds. <laughs> oh, it's a ticket, ticket to fame right here. They're fine. <laughs> well, I, I mean, it's all fantasy, though. Then we can just, our out is there are no yeah, duck sized horses or duck sized horses, at which point. I might be interested in trying this out. <laughs> I know. If we can get a hold of a breeder out there, we're, <laughs> we're going to need 100 duck-sized horses to try our luck. Anybody that knows um, someone who breeds exotic horses, some Joe Exotic style uh, duck-sized horses, uh, let me know. We'll get our hands on 100 of them, and uh, we'll get Alan in the pit. We'll get, yeah, we'll, we'll rig up a pit. And yeah, gravy. No, I think no, we'll, we'll rig up a pit. You, you will fight those things. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> Man, I, I already forget that this was, this was one of those episodes that I inadvertently we were using Zoom and I hit the uh, the try screen. It's like, yeah, this is good. <laughs> I don't know. I think I was drunk before we started. We only did like what two or three episodes like that. I don't even know what you're talking about. You are way too concerned about the format of these videos. Yeah. I mean, it it was the it was it wasn't the active talker. It was like the screen that was split in thirds. I get it. It was also the same episode I got my nipples waxed. <laughs> so, yeah, it's good. searching for content then. So, did you guys did you guys give it a listen? Do you uh, do you recall any of the banter, the back and forth, the decisions? I I, I, I don't. I I still feel like, um, and I don't know where I stood on the issue at the time. I will admit that. But what I will say is that I feel like one hundred. Um, duck-sized horses is still the more yeah. formidable force, um, especially. Uh, it, a- yeah, you don't want to fight the hundred duck-sized horses. I want to fight the one horse-sized duck. Horse I do not. Duck? Yeah, yeah, because just horses in general. Obviously, they're strong. Um, but like, okay, when we did we did a one and done not too terribly long ago where we talked about like you get three. Uh, you gotta you get three people, three animals to like protect you, and we had like what ten thousand rats or whatever. And when mm. I, I I some sometime recently I learned what rats can chew through, and I'm just like, whole 
my God, like the mass, I don't know, like a, like a, a bunch of ants could kill you in the in the jungle. And so I can only imagine like what a rabid force of 100 teeny tiny horses could do to a person. Just those little fucking kicks, those little, those little bites at your fucking Achilles heel. You know, you fall down, like you're just getting, you're getting pummeled. Yeah. Getting fucking cult stomped. Yeah, no, I'm still, I'm still on a hundred duck sized horses. Or you, horse you would prefer duck. to fight. You would prefer to fight those. Yes. Okay. Yeah, because like yeah. I said, I think uh, we discussed when originally the the snapping power of a uh, horse sized duck's beak could end you instantly. I think. You know what I mean? Solely because of the scale, it's scaled up and that size. Yeah, but I just feel like you've got one competitor that you really have to cope with. Yeah, I mean, I mean, all right. Well, what if it was just a horse-sized horse? You fighting that that's the, thing? That's the, I think I brought. I I actually re-listened to this. I said, I don't know if there's a way where I could kill just a regular-sized horse with my bare hands. You know what I mean? Like right yeah. now, like and, how and do you one do, how do you do that? one that isn't combative. It's not going to let me choke it. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like if you got on the back of like a horse-sized duck. Like you could ride it for a while. I mean, they try to kick you off. You know, horse-sized to... duck could probably fly your ass away, and you just get, <laughs> it'll just drop you eventually. Yeah but, yeah, but I could hold on, and I mean, you start you start plucking a feather out, and then all of a sudden you got yourself a weapon, right? I mean, yeah, but you're talking about a fucking feather the size of a fucking Honda Civic, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then what I'm saying is, is then you take that Honda Civic fucking like sharpened edge and you start fucking jabbing it right in its fucking aorta and you fucking drop it to the ground. I, don't know, I think you're thinking it's way easier to get that Honda Civic sized feather out of it than but than you're it will be. forgetting about the amount of soccer kicks you gotta pull off to like take out a hundred duck sized horses like a like a mallard's yeah. not a small creature it's like the size of a chihuahua yeah and if you lined up fucking five chihuahuas Maybe even slightly more. I would say five to seven chihuahuas if you line them up perfectly, like in a in a good fucking strategic position. I could fucking kill all of them with one right kick. I don't know, man. I don't know. We, they, you know, we, we don't we don't judge it on duck power. It's horsepower. <laughs> okay, they, they, there's we don't, a... we don't fucking like you don't stop your kick when you make contact with the ball. You follow through. All right. I understand, but balls Last don't have bones. Horses. Now, Wes, after listening, did you change your opinion on the subject? No, I mean, because, again, I, I just felt as though a horse-sized duck, I, I don't force – it was bare hands. That was the – yeah. Uh, those were the parameters set by God, you. And I don't – I mean, you said, oh, if I could get behind it, what am I doing? Like, how am I – what am I, sneaking up all fucking stealth-like? You know, tiptoes up and – like I'm Plan Nine from outer space, or you know, I'm ambushing the thing. And Alan made a great point. That thing could fly up a couple hundred feet and just kind of fucking shake me off. I'm not like a trailing, you know, holding on it like a tray from Never End of Story. Like we, there's no good ending. There. There's no yeah. good ending. There's no good ending to either choice. I'm just saying, I feel like now that the horses would be a too problem. much, too yeah. much, you know? yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of horsepower, even if it's mini horsepower. <laughs> I mean, like probably four of them equal one horsepower. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, glad you folks uh, indulged us from two years ago here in this week in class holes history. Let us know. Let us know what you think. Right, uh, right into the middle class holes. Tell us, uh, tell us your fantasy about a thousand duck-sized horses. I knew some of you sickos have them. Uh, let's get to it, my friends. Fun fact Friday. <laughs> Let's expand our minds with your mental floss amazing facts brought to you by our good friends over at the Shin Splints Recovery Group. Hey, it's 2023. Summer is here and the beach bodies, they need to get in shape. But what if you got some pain uh, below the knee and above that ankle? Maybe you're not able to run off those extra calories you put on over the, uh, the winter months. Well, our friends at the Shin Splints Recovery Group may have some tips for you and make sure you also visit our other friends, our newest friends at the Flat Earth Science Advocates for Truth. Uh, we've heard a lot of uh, new details coming out of the news media about UFOs. Does that change the mindset of the Flat versus Globe Society? Well, why don't you go discuss it? 
at Flat Earth Science Advocates for Truth. Let's get to it. Five fun facts for you fuckers on a Friday. Did you know, despite women not being able to compete in the ancient Greek Olympics, Nixka of Sparta took multiple Olympic victories in chariot racing. The winner of equestrian events was the horse owner rather than the horse rider or driver. So because the horses were hers, the victories were hers as well. That's it, man. That's like directing the movie you wrote. Don't be fucking around. Don't be giving that shit to other people, especially no man in the ancient Olympics. I better wonder if they had to do that nude, right? Ooh. Aren't they all? It was all nude, right? Wow, jostling going on there. That might be my event. That's like the <laughs> beach volleyball of the ancient Greeks. <laughs> uh, so she she didn't get she did get uh, she did get an Olympic medal. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if they handed out medals back then, or if it was just like, congratulations to you. Well done. I, you know, I don't, I don't know how they, that 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 worked. <laughs> it was just like a bigger congratulations for finishing first. Yeah, like, congratulations. They probably put just the medal just... on the horse. They're like, yeah, fuck you, lady. <laughs> Good job, Buttercup. <laughs> you know, I've seen a few duck sized one of these running around here. <laughs> Did you know, in the 18th century? Folk treatments for Bible cysts, which appeared on the hands of wrists, included strapping a bullet that had killed an animal, um, rubbing it with a dead man's hand, or hitting it with a heavy book, a remedy that is still in use today, though the Mayo Clinic advises against it, and that is how the name became Bible cysts, because the heaviest book at the time was the Bible. I do, I think, aren't they the, the real terms Gaglian? I think yeah. that's what they're Gang- called, ganglion cyst. Ganglion. Ganglion, yeah. Uh, I've seen those, and I have seen about a thousand videos where people fucking pop them with a textbook or just something. Uh, and, and and I know why the Mayo Clinic or anyone, any sound you know, physician advises against that. You guys know why? What, because if that juice gets into the bloodstream, it's deadly? No, actually, the yeah. juice is uh, pretty non-lethal. It's pretty inconsequential. But good guess, why? though. Uh, if you could fuck your wrist up, uh, well, that yeah. If someone, if you if you get old Jethro fucking taking uh, intro to physics to your to your wrist cocked out like that, it might not be advisable. No, um, the there, there's a sack that if it's not actually removed, it just refills. Refills, yeah, yeah. So it's just, they just refill. I think you get old Jethro again. That's right. Assuming <laughs> Jeffro hasn't failed out. Yeah, just give me yeah, the old right. Leviticus, baby. <laughs> That's the book that I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know in ancient... the? I'm sorry. Let me start that again. Did you know in the ancient Persian Empire, men used to debate ideas twice. Once while sober and once while drunk. Because if the idea... Uh, was sound while sober. It also needed to be sound while drunk to be considered a good idea. They That's didn't, brilliant in my I was going to say, didn't yeah. know that, but perhaps we should, you know, usher in a few of these old ideas. I'd like to do it the opposite way, though. I think ideas should be introduced and debated while intoxicated. And then the next day, you read from the notes while sober and then say, fuck, man, we were on to something last night. Mm. Hell yeah. <laughs> a little reverse here, huh? Yeah. Okay. I could yeah. take down with that. I mean, I guess maybe it could work the other way because you probably come up with some more sound points while you're sober and then you debate them drunk and then you go over the notes then. But either way, this country here was founded inside the back of pubs and brothels. Let's be honest. That's the way we got to where we are today. Love it or leave it, baby. And, yeah, I think if you can debate the same thing sober as you are drunk, then it's a good idea, especially if the outcome's the same. Wait, is that is that legitimate drunk history where uh, English settlers were getting upset over the taxation? They were getting drunk in pubs and brothels. But, you know, we ought to, re- you, we ought to unite. I don't know we about the revolt. brothels. I, know, I don't know about the brothels, but I do know taverns, yes. And, and okay. water was bad. They drank wine and beer, and that was their really— their only beverage. So if you're fucking debating back and forth for hours and you're parched, like, guess where you're going to end up? 
<laughs> War. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Especially if you're pissed off. Did you know, in 1994, one year after leaving the White House, George H.W. Bush, uh, who was born on this day, uh, 1924, appeared on Saturday Night Live to critique Dana Carvey's impression of him. I did. did you did knew that? Yeah, but I'd seen like I've seen a clip of it recently. We were watching some SNL shit like a month Damn. ago. I, I feel mean, a I feel a bit. Uh, I I know that character well. I didn't know HW got on SNL to critique it. That's wild. I did. Yeah. I did not know that. Oh, dude, and it was great too. I, again, that's back when like you know it was tongue in cheek and it was yeah. not quite so like visceral. And it's like he's came on. And he was just like. Uh, not gonna do it. I've I've never said not gonna do it. Never said that a day in my life. I don't know why uh, he thinks that's so funny to keep saying things that I don't say. And he just yeah, and it was good. And then Dana Carvey, yeah, it was it was ad. It it was uh, what do you call it? Uh, when two people are just like I disagree with you, but it's okay. Like you know, it was go- It was cool. There's gotcha. no way like Trump could go on and be like, talk to Alec Baldwin and be like. Hey, your impression on me. Ha, 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 ha. You know? <laughs> there was a good one. Uh, whoever did... Who did uh, Hillary? What's her face? Oh. I know who you're talking about. God she's gone on to stardom. Yeah, I know. But she's got that face, and she doesn't seem like she can turn it off. <laughs> uh, Christ, what the heck? She, they had a good uh, <clears throat> banter back and forth where Hillary was a bartender. The actual Hillary Clinton was playing a bartender, and that's when Hillary Clinton was playing. Playing came came in as a uh, as a patron. Yeah, yeah, but that chick loved Hillary, so it wasn't like it was. Um, yeah, there wasn't a lot of adversarial bullshit going on there. It Fair was enough. like I admire you. This is my caricature of you. <laughs> Anywho, moving on, and finally, did you know? 18th century French composer Jean-Philippe Ramu uttered his last words while a priest sang over his deathbed. His last words were, quote, What the devil do you mean to sing to me, priest? Ramu reportedly said, You're out of tune. <laughs> so a dick till the end. You're out of tune. Ugh. He said that to a priest, yeah? Who was, like, praying over his body. Yes, it was like singing, like, you know, like some <laughs> sort of... How dare you? How dare you pray <laughs> me to the afterlife, you fucking peasant? <laughs> Just kidding. That's my death in C minor. Did you get it? Uh, <laughs> D minor, actually. D major. Uh but uh, Alan, did you ever get to go into St. Joe's? Did you? I, I noticed this when I taught at that all boys Catholic school, where you would get a couple doing the the monthly or whatever you know, annual mass, and they have to do like in the Almighty Kingdom of Heaven. But you'd get yeah, ones that just priests. weren't good weren't good at it. You get to like we're in the Almighty Kingdom of Heaven. Yeah. It's like sing talking. They're like not really talking, but they're not really singing either. Yeah, but, all the time. My point is. Nine times out of ten, they can perform it. Every now and then, you get one that has to fill in. He's like, it sounds like I don't know, like Krusty the Clown meets that fucking in Mickey Mouse or something. And the Almighty God of Heaven. I, I assume when you become a priest, like there's probably an elective for like vocal lessons in between your fucking kitty diddling class and your fucking like confession taking class. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure. There's got to okay. be some, some kind of vocal coach. Yeah. This is like that, that smacks your wrist with a ruler. Like, you're not yeah. doing it. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Ow. Basically. And that, my friends, is your Fun Fact Friday. Well, folks, on tonight's Before You Go, we got a doozy for you. And that right there is a uh, Ned Ryerson from Groundhog Day reference. You got a, you just did it in a doozy. Uh, what is gooch grease? Well, that's that's the billion-dollar question a lot of people have been asking themselves uh, lately. Not Live Golf merging with the PGA Tour, not 
uh, a smog around anywhere, not you know what's going to happen this election or whether or not Don Trump's running or whatever. It's what is gooch grease? Well, folks, men's have, men have been investing in a maxi pad that is uh, to absorb excessive gooch grease. There's no story on this. There's just a Fox 26, and I don't know where Fox 26 is out of, uh, story where the anchors and a few other people around this uh, table talk about gooch grease and the maxi pad that's absorbing said moisture. Your thoughts on something that talcum powder has been has been solving this ailment for decades, if not centuries. Well, according to most uh, old UHF television, like talcum powder has a class action lawsuit out against it. So not really the thing that people are using anymore. So how do you absorb all that gooch grease, which I believe is just a mixture of male excrement and uh, sweat that is in the uh, grundle area. And uh, rather than ruin a nice pair of uh, Tommy John's underwear or whatever the fuck they wear. um, (laughs) Tommy John's. Go ahead and (laughs) strap a maxi pad to the old seat cushion and give her a good go. Uh, Yeah, it just, it doesn't seem very comfy. You know? Yeah, but sitting in gooch grease all day doesn't sound very. Well, that's true too. But you know, like either. I feel like you gotta like, I don't know, you gotta do something. Gold bonded. I guess that has talc in it too, huh? Yeah, but Probably. I just feel like maybe change your diet. Like maybe if your gooch yeah. has grease, it should be a sign that you should not be doing something with yourself. Or just yeah. generally sounds like you know if you shower every day, and you like. You know, if you start getting sweaty down there, maybe maybe t- maybe take a ball towel with you. You know what I mean? Mm. You're not gonna be out of the house for a while. Maybe working up a, a good ball sweat, gooch sweat, ass sweat. Take a little something. Go to, go to a restroom, freshen yourself, your your undercarriage up. You know. What if you're like one of those people that has a particularly you know excremental. Sweat glands in that particular area. People have them in their armpits, and there's people who do sweaty balls. Is what you're saying. There's people who 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 have that their shins sweat excessively. Sweaty ass balls. Is that what you're saying? This could be sweaty ass balls. Can't change your drawers. The middle you could. You should. I mean, you should change your drawers if you got sweaty ass balls. I still stand behind. Like you've got a bad diet if you've got something like that going on down there. So much so that you have to have a cosmetic product inserted into your fucking under region. Because I, the only time I ever felt like, okay, when I went on my cross-country adventure and I wasn't showering very regularly, that was the first time I ever experienced swamp ass. I was sitting in a seat, and it was hot, and I was driving like, I don't know, seven, 800 miles a day, and I was like, what is that smell? And I finally wafted up from my, my crotch region. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, God. Yeah, you can smell your own balls. Oof. Right, you're in, you're in. But yeah. that was a that that that's a unique situation and, and scenario. Like if you're at the office and all of a sudden you can smell your crotch, that's a problem that maxi yeah. pads aren't going to solve. You're just sitting down for like you know three, a handful of hours a day. Yeah, between if you if you sit down and then before lunch, if you're smelling your swamp ass. AKA gooch grease and you need a maxi pad. Yeah. It's time to hit up somebody. I was going to say the dermatologist, but I'd say just start at square one, start with your regular physician and maybe there's a gooch specialist. I was going to suggest maybe Rob Dietrich. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you're right. (laughs) Look, what you need to do is obviously the sweat's coming from anxiety and the anxiety (laughs) is caused by something that's going on in your life that you just don't have a handle on. Okay, you need to get a handle on things. Maybe grow a handlebar mustache. You know, maybe uh, go to a place like the Handle Bar, your local dive. Have a few drinks. You know, assess things. And if you sit on that bar stool for fifteen minutes and you got gooch grease, go to your physician. He'll tell you what to do. See right there. That was Rob. That was Rob Deerdick. That was a, that was an excerpt from Rob Deerdick's yeah. new podcast, and, and Life Coach. And then immediately <laughs> afterwards, he was like, "This this next segment's called Eating Shit, and it's just people <laughs> fucking like falling on cow patties and shit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> slipping on dog poop in their yard, and fucking like rolling in it by accident." Like, and then Ch- Chanel's like, <laughs> yeah. "But and all of this is done in fucking baggy jeans and DC shaped skate shoes." 
in a fucking mm. big ass t-shirt. Right. Fucking gotta get the aesthetic. And the one that has the uh the the tongue that has the zipper, so you can stash a little weed in there. Oh yeah, right. def- definitely. You, you can put a little, little nickel bag in there before yeah. you're skating around. <laughs> By the way, we're about um twenty two days from uh marijuana being legal in the state of Maryland. And uh, I've been seeing a lot more advertisements for all sorts of contraptions on the old Facebook. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. They've got one that is a lighter and a bowl combo, and it actually flips out like a transformer to where, like, once you flip it out, the bowl portion of the lighter is right next to the flame. So all you have to do is click the flame and then inhale. Mm. It's pretty magical. See, I want to make one where uh, the mouthpiece is a preacher bending over, and, when, and, and then when you pull through, it goes, suck from the asshole of the almighty. <laughs> Very good. Like Alan? Yeah, like, you I, get, I would buy. I'll get you a few. Yeah. All right. Tell Alan, tell all the gooch, greaker, gooch greasers and fucking suit. <laughs> This is like something like like a fun fact Friday. Like, did you know? In 1774 in Scotland, gooch grease, gooch grease. <laughs> meant... Was, gooch grease was used to coat ropes. Make them walk. <laughs> <laughs> Just weird, something weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? Old Mediterranean pirates figured a way to make their ropes waterproof. Rubbed them through their taints. <laughs> I can I can see a guy in like the catcher's position, like yeah. bundling rope, like, like just ripping it up. Mixture of salt, sweat, and feces <laughs> really sealed it up. And the and the literal mid English translation is talcum. Damn near killed him. <laughs> Jesus. On that's, that note, folks, that's why a bundle of rope is called a grundle. <laughs> on that note, folks, if you want to listen to more of this, you should check us out on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. And for your viewing pleasures, please check us out uh, on all your favorite social media platforms. We're at MDL Classholes on Instagram and Twitter, and we're the Middle Classholes on Facebook and TikTok and YouTube. What do we got? Anything? Uh, that's it. We have two uh, two comments, both coming from uh, Facebook Reels. First is Martha Stewart is our puff pastry. My good friend, former boss uh, and colleague Ivan George wrote in, Wes, they Photoshop all the cover models. That qualifier means nothing. All their images are doctored up. She is the canvas. And, and I, I don't I don't disagree with him, but I guess the point is is that like nature. Nature doesn't doctor up the youngins. Like the the can they're choosing the young canvas because it needs the least amount of doctoring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Martha, I agree, man. I... Mar- Martha Stewart, on the other hand, is not going to come as advertised. I'll come as advertised. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> Maybe even sooner. <laughs> Uh, next, coming up on Kepka Celebration, uh, Warren Powers writes in, Why would you discuss a clip without showing the clip? LOL. Lame. Warren Powers. What is this? Is he like fucking Warren Beatty's nephew? I guess we, we could have shown it, but... Well, no, we just came yeah. up with it while we were talking. Yeah. It just came and out you of know nowhere. what the fuck we're talking about, goddammit. And I also contend that the amount of time it took for him to bitch about us not fucking posting the clip is that he could have typed those same words into YouTube and seen the clip and then yeah. not bitched about it. Why not do what I've seen on thousands of other videos, you know, like a Bill Burr uh, or Joe Rogan or another podcast or something like that and say like, hey, Joe Rogan sent me here. You know, why? like, hey, the middle class hole sent me here. They talked about this, you know. Thank why you. do that? We could do that. Oh, <laughs> guys, I forgot fucking, I forgot to tell you. We have, so I've, I've mentioned to you before that uh, this, uh, this, this, this woman that I went to, well, she went to a sister high school of mine and we, we've, we've run into each other in the industry in work. She's a fucking massive fan of us. She listens to us on her way down to DC mm-hmm. every, like today she was like, can't wait for to listen to you guys tomorrow. Uh, I, I, so I ran into her at a networking event and she was literally like going around singing our praises 
to like anyone who would fucking listen. So we got to get her like I don't know, like a sticker or a fucking I don't know, send her a business card and tell her to put it on somebody's <laughs> fucking app or something. You know what I mean? We got. I feel like we got to get her something because she fucking loves us and she messages me all the time and she's like, yes. You guys, hey, get get us get we us. We have a super uh, fan. Maybe, we'll, maybe sh- we'll like uh, we'll, we'll give her a fan experience or something. We'll like meet her, <laughs> buy a beer, and then she'll. Make <laughs> we'll get really drunk at a bar and let you listen to us babble on for an hour and a half. We'll do we'll do a live episode for you, which is you buying us drinks, and <laughs> yeah. and then like we just talk about stuff, but in front of. You. Right, I think that, that that would be yeah a good fan experience. If you think we're funny on the podcast. Well, until you get cool. us in person, we yeah. have to take piss wait breaks wait and things like that. The live action, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? The, the we can get up and dance around and stuff. Mm. Yeah, and if they have a jukebox where you can select music, shoo wee, you're cool. in for a fucking treat. Yeah, if there's a touch tunes with a, pl- a plethora of hollow notes on it, watch <laughs> watch us go to work. Uh, in, in reality, it, like, get us your uh, your shirt size. We've been dying to get some swag out in the public. We'll get you a middle class holes t-shirt of sorts. Black with the logo somewhere to be determined. But you get us your size. We will give you a t-shirt. Fellas, an agreement? Agreed. I guess. Fair enough. And you can can say, I got this from the middle class holes. (laughs) (laughs) Just like that. (laughs) Good night, everybody. Praise Jesus. Give me a big old glass of beer Cause I get drunk Most every day Always seem to find myself late Might be on ass fuck I'm still riding like a pup I fell down But my dick's still I may need a hand when I'm just too drunk to stay. I don't need your sympathy. Keep your judgment too. Because you just give it a little pull and my dick's strong like bull. Ready to satisfy my woman the whole night through. I get drunk most every day. Fuck